mommy is a babe. I'm a babe. Babe with the power. Power of voodoo. 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 Mommy is the babe. I saw my baby. I don't even know the name of it. I think it's whoever you guys are in that new one. Thank you. Um, sitting here after after a hot morning in Texas. Uh, I'm sitting here getting ready to to think about uh, going on with different podcasts. We're actually finally switching over platforms. Don't worry. But you know we're at that point now. Thank all of you guys for supporting this. We uh, to 2022, which is just around the corner. As we get back into the end of the year, a lot of things have been happening. Department now, as you guys, I write. Always talking about new movies, breaking news, but I'm also a big movie. I always have loved movies. I wanted to bring in a Josh Bell, if you're there right now and didn't get booted out. I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah, I'm still here. Good. Guys, I love Anchor, but I got to be honest with you, there is an issue podcast if somebody's not in the room with me. Anchor, get it together. Um, so Josh and I were kicking around movies. We, we've always talked about movies from when we work together, when we hang out together. We're always talking about, hey, what are you watching? What did you see? I just thought to go look at where we're right now, basically, essentially, having a year off of major. Um, right now, we have movies, movie theaters are open. A lot of the movies have gone to streaming uh, right away, or they give you the option. Disney Plus is into that, HBO Max. Now we're getting to the point where that come to an end. In my opinion, it won't be every movie. There'll be or others they won't. And I do like the idea of being able to watch those movies at home. But I'm a movie guy. I'm old school. I love the idea of going to a movie. I don't care how I love I love the I just and we've missed a lot of that, but now movies coming back, which is good because in 2020 they lost 4.6 billion dollars because there was nothing going on in the movie theaters. But I'm looking forward to the movies that are coming out, and it got me thinking: what, Josh? What movies are you looking forward to that aren't out yet, but that are coming around the corner? We know we got a lot of them. There's a ton. I actually went just recently, speaking to movie theaters, I went and watched Furious 9 in the movie theater. Because um, one, I hadn't been around the movie theater in forever. I do the AMC pass. It's 20 bucks a month. You get three free movies a week. So it's it's inexpensive. Um, but yeah, I'm like you. I, have, I want the big screen, the big system. I want the previews and trailers beforehand, even, even though it's a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, yeah, I want those too because there's something about it. Like, I always hate missing the trailer. Like, I've got to get there early, not just to get my seat. And I don't know about you, but I don't go typically during the busy times. I, no, I go. Mine, last time I went was one thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, I love that. The, here's funny: the last movie I saw in the movie theater was Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, but I mean, we I, I mean, I'm a I'm, I'm a Star Wars diehard, but still, it's like, yeah, I, one of the ones I went and saw went and saw Phantom Menace was one of the one of the ones before that of the big ones, but yeah, I mean, it's trailers for me. I mean, I I go to IMDb once once a month to check out the trailers because to me that's one of the all because I couldn't go to the movie theater to see trailers. Right, that was a big thing for me. Um, one I'm looking forward to though that was actually on a trailer. A new trailer for it was the new Ghostbusters. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that movie up. Okay, so we all know that Hollywood has been lazy. Um, That's that one up big time. Yeah, and well, they were going through that stupid phase of let's redo these movies but make them all women. And I'm sorry, and I'm going to sound sexist, and I don't really care. 
um, doing an all-female cast of Ghostbusters with little, with no connection to the original doesn't make sense. And well, it was bad writing to begin with. It was see, bad. that's the thing. I, I think the cast would have been fine because if you look at what was it, the Ocean's 8, which was an all-woman's Ocean's 11 type of movie. That was horrible, dude. It, but it was better than Ghostbusters. At least yeah, but, that's not saying, but that's not saying much. It's not like, saying a lot. Yeah, but it's that's, again, that's where they, if they're going to do it, they need to go full board and do it. But they're not. They want to just kind of rework a script and kind of rework what they think is going to be funny for women. Right. And it ends up being more, I think, also more derogatory towards the women. Because some of the jokes in there, I'm like, that's not funny for anybody. No, it was bad. And by the way, just so everybody knows, Ocean's 8 only grossed $140 million. So that's all I'm saying. And it cost yeah. $70 million to make. So yeah. there you go. the movie sucks. But they, the new Ghostbusters. The new Ghostbusters good. looks awesome. Because again, they're connecting it to the old, to the original. So you have that nostalgia factor. They're bringing in new, new, you know, uh, actors and actresses. You've got Paul Rudd. So I'm in. Yeah. And it looks like they took their time with it, man. So the newest trailer I saw even gave me more, uh, I guess, inspiration ready to watch it. So before Dan Aykroyd had talked about, he was going to be somewhat in a part in the newest trailer. At the very, very end of the trailer, they go, we need help. And they use the catchphrase, who are you going to call? Yes, yes. The phone rings, and it's in the old New York bookshop. A guy picks up a red phone, which everybody knows from the original was the original phone. And you hear Dan Aykroyd's voice go, how can I help you? And I'm like, okay, I'm in. If he's going to be part of it, and they even said, uh, ah. Winston's going to be part of it. And then also, uh, I see Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. Bill Murray, yeah. So when you have all three of those in there, even though they are going to be bit parts, they're going to be parts that connect the story, which is what I'm looking forward to. Because it all goes back to Egon. And I miss that guy so much. Yeah. God, he was a writer. He was amazing. Yeah. And so they're actually using that as a connection tool, which I think is going to be really cool to see them all three well, they, help they, with the plot. they also said that Sigourney Weaver's got her appearance. Ernie Hudson's yep. got his appearance and Annie Potts does too. Oh, the lady who, uh, the, who answers the Potts. phone. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's cool. But from what I'm understanding, and here's the thing, I'm one of those guys that want to see a trailer, but eventually I stop reading about the movie and, and looking it's for too many spoilers. Yeah. I choose. Cause we're in a day and age of spoiler city. And even for a movie like Ghostbusters that, Look, let's be real. It's not going to be some deep woven plot. No. That's, you know, but it's going to be good and it's going to have some cool cameos. I don't want to know a lot. I just want to watch it. And the thing that gets me also with the trailers nowadays, you have to be really careful of it. Back to the Furious 9. That trailer, the trailers was the exact main points of the movie. The rest of the movie did not really add to the trailer. You could have watched the trailer and been found. I hate, I hate saying that because I'm a Fast and Furious guy. But watching that movie, every big plot point was already discussed or already shown in the trailer. I don't want that. No, a trailer I don't is. I know the whole story. I want to know that, the, especially the big pot, the big, the big uh, plot points that are going to show up and happen. You're like, oh, well, that ruined it. Well, I also there's also so you've got your teaser trailer, like when the Marvel movies come out, they show you like a a one minute clip of God knows what, you know. Yeah. And that's fine. But then you've got the full trailer. Okay, cool. Then you've got the trailer sneak peek. And I'm like, dude, stop. Yeah. Like, I don't need a sneak peek. I don't, d- dude, I'm already going to go see this movie. You don't have to hype me up anymore for it. See, Marvel's done that really well. Like, even with the new, uh, the new Carnage. I got news on that, that by the way. But go huh? ahead. I got yeah, some break, got news break, breaking news on the, the Venom Let There Be Carnage. It just got pushed back and delayed oh. again. It's delayed three weeks. It's now coming out October 15th because of the Delta variant. That's exactly okay. is it. Is it because of COVID or is it because a lot nope. of times they're moving them back now because some of these movies, they have their dates and then another big movie goes, oh, I'm going to do it on that date too. They don't want to be on another date for another big movie. There's, no, they're they're, not, they don't want to compete at all anymore. They don't mind competing before, but now no more competition. They just want to have their box office draw. No, they are literally doing it because, I mean, they, they came out and it's said Delta. that. 
And here's the thing with that. Here's the thing. Let There Be Carnage is coming out on October 15th against three other movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I, I got to remember exactly what, which one it is. I'll look that up. But um, yeah, it just got, it's three. I know one of the movies is, oh, it's Halloween Kills, the new, the new Michael Myers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another movie is, is a big one uh, with the guy from uh, the, the last trilogy of Star Wars, whatever his name is. Uh, the Kylo Ren, whoever played Kylo Ren. Yeah, I'm looking now at the thing. So, yeah, October, what, 15th? Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam Driver. Uh, the Last Duel. Yeah, that's supposed to be a big the movie. The King Charles VI thing, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. So you've got three big movies coming out on October 15th. And then the next week is Dune. Exactly. The next week's Dune. So, so the movie theaters are getting back. To, yeah, you're going to be busy that week, dude. <laughs> In the week before that is No Time to Die with the James Bond. Oh, so I, that's what I was getting to with that one, too. <coughs> so these are the types of things like I remember when I'm a kid. Now, I now mind you, I have not, like I said, I have not been back to the movie theater. We were going to go right, right around when this COVID first started. Uh, Disney released Onward, the new Pixar film. We were, we were going to go. It was going to be me, Luke, and his sister were going to go to the movie theater. And then they shut down. And I was like, well, there goes that idea. And then Disney put it right on. Smartest thing Disney ever did. They're like, oh, my God. The mo- uh, it's not the movie theaters anymore. Kids are at home. Here, let's put it on streaming. And it was great. And so we didn't go. And then I, I said, okay, I'm going to go see Black Widow in the movie theater. That's the next one. And I still haven't gone yet. I still haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers. Um, because I, at this point, at this point, I'm like, they're going to release it next month on Disney Plus for free. Why? What's the point anymore? Well, okay, so here's the thing with that. So Disney Plus, and I want you to go, because this actually goes back to the Black Widow thing. So Disney Plus, for those movies that come out, the big ones, they charge $30 for the premiere access. It's not $30, by the way. It was. Yeah, it's it's twenty bucks. Well, the newest one I just got with Jungle Cruise was twenty nine ninety nine. So they've moved them up, or they changed the prices on them. I think they rotate prices on each one. So, but then HBO Max is just part of the subscription for now. Same thing for Amazon Prime and Netflix. Well, here's but, the here, go so ahead, here's thing real quick. So the the Disney Plus one now is getting sued by Scarlett Johansson. I saw that because she gets part of the box office. Yep. On the first week they released it on Disney Plus, Disney Plus made $60 million on the movie. Jeez. They're not putting that into her box office. They're saying that's not part of the box office because it's off their web sales. So she's not getting her percentage of the box office. So she's suing them right now for her royalties because they made $60 million in the first week of it being released. And they're not paying her off that because it's not technically the box office. Well, because let's not forget how many delays that that movie had. Yeah. Going into, I mean, it they and they said we are releasing this in the movie. This is a a cinematic release. It's Marvel, and it's a cinematic release. Well, technically, they did. See, now here's the thing: I, we don't know the ins and outs, obviously, yeah. of her contract. Plus, she's dead anyway, so who cares? Um, Disney's well, like, she made twenty million on the movie on top of whatever her royalties were. She yeah, what, she should have got paid fifty million. I was like, well, that's a lot. Well, I mean, she should have got paid. I mean, look, if, if that was the deal, and yeah. she's entitled to it, go with her. I, I agree. Look, but also like Black Widow's dead. Like you're gone. Or they don't. Yeah. And if they wanted to replace her for some reason, no offense. I love Scarlett Johansson. I think she's great, but they could probably find somebody else. Um, yeah. But that being said. That's not a problem. Like, I, I agree. Like, dude, if that's what it's supposed to be in the contract, I just don't think, in my opinion, and it's, it's not to say that <laughs> Disney and big companies couldn't screw over their talent, uh, because we know they do. I just don't think that Disney's lawyers, her lawyers, would have ever let that loophole slip. Yeah. So I don't know if this is a reach or if there really is a breach of contract. I'm curious about that. But well, the th- thing is, is also set up now. I mean, when this contract was set up was, what, three years ago. There was no exactly. pandemic. So There was no Disney Plus. Disney yeah. Plus just now turned, well, just now turned three. Yeah. So it's, 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 a, new, it's a new industry, honestly, because of the fact, I mean, even Netflix, 
was only just subscription based. But when you're starting to release those, because now everybody has them. There's Paramount Plus. There's, I mean, there's every freaking studio now has a plus or whatever or a link to somebody. Right. Um, but nobody else is charging per movie like Disney. So either Disney's going to end up forcing everybody to start charging for their extra movies that they do. Or, like you said before, it's just going to end, which I, I, I'm i okay with. And it just being released in the movie theater again. But I'm just so afraid right now that the movie theater system is so outdated now that it might go away because of the fact that they are making the money off of these movies, even though they're not releasing them in theaters. Well, I think we've got a couple things going on before we get into some of the other movie questions or movie topics. Yeah. I think we got a couple things going on here, in my opinion. Uh, and, and that's all it is. I think we've seen movie theaters and chains disappear. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we've seen chains scale down and things like that. I think the industry has changed. The game has changed. And I think the uh, st- studios, the distribution has seen how much they can make off these streaming services mm-hmm. and what they can do. And I think, I think there will always be room for that. Um, I don't think they're going to just go away to where they're going to stop releasing movies on streaming services or, or dual, like this will be released in the movie theater this month, but the next month it'll be on streaming at this price and vice versa. Yeah. I don't think that, I think there's going to have to have some sort of hybrid thing, but I do think that people like HBO Max, their contract is up January 1. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when they're up with the WB, as far as, as far as releasing major movies like Suicide Squad and, and, and stuff like that, Godzilla vs. King Kong, yeah. um, they're up, which means that they will not get same-day releases on every single one of WB's movies anymore. Unless they pay an upper price, they're going to renegotiate the contract. Well, they what, would go up quite a bit, I think. I think so, too. But what, they, what I think they're going to do is either something similar to Disney, where you can watch it, but you're going to pay this extra fee, and then you got it on there forever. Yeah. Um, or they're going to do a hybrid thing where, okay, this movie will be released, but this one won't. And, you know, I think there's going to be options, because now you've got Netflix who just signed a deal with Sony. So the minute that Sony is done... Like, again, Marvel or uh, Venom is a Sony picture. It's a Marvel entity, but it's a Sony picture. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not part of the MCU at all. Uh, maybe one day they'll cross over, but it's not there yet. Um, when Venom is ready to be released and come to streaming, it's going to Netflix because they have that contract. It's not to say you can't buy it from Amazon or buy it from one of these other, you know, Redbox or whatever but it is going to stream on Netflix. So they just made a major deal, not only to stream Sony pictures, but to produce some Sony movies for Netflix. I think we're seeing something in the industry that, that would have never happened if that pandemic wasn't here. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see movie theaters have to really up their game. I'm hoping that movie theaters go back to the day where it was important to go to the movies. Like nowadays, I look at it as almost fast food. Yeah. When I was a kid, we didn't eat McDonald's all the time, obviously. Um, I don't want to eat McDonald's all the time anyway, but like we didn't eat it all the time. It was a special thing, like when we were doing a road trip or it was a special day. It was a treat. Nowadays, kids get it whenever they feel like it. It's not special. And the movie theater is almost the same thing. When I would go to the movies, it was a big deal. We'd go see Jurassic Park. We'd go see Star Wars. Um, we go see Terminator 2. It was a big event. Yeah. Now, nowadays, people go on the movies whenever they want. It's not that big of a deal. And it's expensive. And I don't care what they do to the movie theaters. Half the time, they're never as good as they should be. Yeah. I yeah, think we need... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to say, well, I'm looking right now. And like Shang-Chi, which is another Marvel, is not coming out on Disney+. Plus. So it's, it's going to be... And that's one that would be, for me, a box office. I want to go to the movie theater to see this movie. The Chang Chi and Love I want to see that too. That looks amazing. And that's one of those ones with with the CGI with all the effects, everything else. That's a movie that would be. I mean, Jurassic Park for me when I went in '96, I guess is when it came out. 90, 96, 97? Well, '96. I think it was like '95. Maybe been. Um, I, I remember I went and saw the movie eight times in the theaters. I couldn't get enough because it was just for me that was 
amazing. It's just what, what could how, what they did was re- ridiculous. That came out in 1993. 93. Okay, so yeah, so I was 13, and my parents let me go, and I and we'd go with a group of friends, and we went eight times before I stopped going. <laughs> so I mean, it's just one of those things where those kind of movies, unfortunately, aren't really made. And everything nowadays is so okay. I've seen that before. Right, right. That's the problem also with me is like the way the movies are made now, there's not a lot of that ooh and awe factor that you used to have. Because back then Jurassic Park or Jurassic War, uh, Park was, oh my God, this is that, this is ridiculous. Well, that was a different level. I mean, when Jurassic Park came out, that was that was unheard of. Those dinosaurs might they might as well have just been real, man. Yeah. So but yeah, so back to your point of uh the theaters, it, it does go back because when I went off years nine, this is where it comes back. The, also, the scare is when, right before, right when the movie started, we got 15 minutes in and the fire alarm went off. <laughs> now we're in a mall, which is, you know, it's, it's a dead mall. The Irving Mall is just, it's dead. There's nothing really in there. Yeah, but you're still getting a panic. Yeah. And so we'll think, well, that's saying that now with all, and I hate saying this, but now with all the uh, shooting issues, or all of, and there was only like twenty of us in there. Everybody's first thought was, "Is there a shooter?" Yeah, because you didn't see any smoke, you didn't feel any, you know, anything else. And then right when we were walking out, then also this point is, okay, it always says, you know, check for your exits. Well, they didn't say to go through the exit; they said to come back through the through the main entrance. That's interesting. So when we got there, we all started walking out. Before we walked out, they go, "Oh, it was a false alarm. Sorry, we'll come back in. We'll start start the movie." <laughs> Twenty five minutes later, they restarted the movie. Oh, so. Uh, it's like, okay, it, that took away a little bit of the shine. Because it's like, okay, now I'm waiting an extra 25 minutes. Nothing on the screen. I get that. I'm out of popcorn now, or I'm out of soda, so I'm, I'm going to go get a soda again. And, that, and it's just, you know, it's a couple of things, and they're not the cleanest things anymore. They're I not. do like the big old loungers that you can, because he has the recliner where you can bring your feet up and all that stuff, but. Well, that's just it, though. It it's it's it needs to become an experience again. And I remember, I remember going to see the first Batman, which you know, with Michael Keaton back in eighty mm. nine. Uh, was that eighty nine or ninety? Or that was uh, eighty nine. I'm looking right now. Um, my mom. We actually went, and the day before, uh, we had gone to. I guess it was Foley's back at that point. I got some Batman sneakers. Mom got Joker sneakers. It was eighty nine. Um, before we even went. So we were walking in. I had my little Batman sneakers that she had bought me and she had her Joker or something sneakers that she had bought. I think she still has them in the in the closet where she keeps them just because it's it's nostalgia. But yeah, that was just again, that was that was an event. We waited for like a week and a half or two weeks. We were so excited. Bought our tickets early. Yes. Everything. Well, that was what I was saying. That's what I was getting at with Batman was we hadn't had a Batman film since the sixties and, and, and that whole situation. And not this was one. no, not a good one. We had never had a good one. And now, and the actors, the level of actors, you know, and from Jack Nicholson, Ken Basinger, Tim Burton, I mean, Tim Burton was directing it, Michael Keaton. I mean, I could go on and you had these, and this was a big deal. And I remember gearing up, going to the movies that evening when we went with my, I went with my dad and I remember going and the whole place was decked out, Batman, everything, Batman. Oh, yeah. up. And it was, it was a special thing. They handed me many Batman posters up until I moved to Texas. I still had that stupid Batman poster. And you know, a fun fact on that real quick. Huh. What's funny about that movie? Nicholson got top billing over Keaton. Keaton yes, Batman. he did. Well, Batman. I know. And he got, oh, he got underbilled. Well, you know why? Because, <laughs> because, Everybody was concerned because the only thing that Michael Keaton had really done was comedy. Was comedies? Yeah, they, he they were concerned about him. But anyway, and, and and he ended up being one of the best Batman's of all time. Um, you know, people give Ben Affleck crap, but I thought he was pretty decent for what he had to work with. He's not Christian Bale, and he's not Michael Keaton, but he's damn sure better than George Clooney or Val Kilmer. That's true. It's not saying much, but. Or Adam West, for that matter. Yeah. No offense to Adam West. He yeah, did, but Adam he did West, what... he was his, the writing he had, that he was perfect at that type of... That well, movie. yeah, he did exactly. Absolutely, no. Uh, I got... I don't know, man. I hate pretty much every movie that the Ben Affleck Batman was in. 
Yeah, but all movies sucked. I mean, they had really horrible writing. Well, they did, but I mean, uh, but I, I don't know, what he, I what I liked about him in Batman vs Superman, which I which was an awful movie. Um, what I liked about him in that, I liked the older version that beat up the kind of he was kind of like he knew he couldn't beat Superman. He he was kind of just beat up. I, I thought he was a good. Like I liked him as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And I thought he had moments as Batman. He was not as bad as I thought, but he's not great. If if it would have been if it would have been a real if it would have been a true Batman Batman movie where he had to do a lot of fighting and everything else, I could see it failing. But his Batman was meant to be in the movie non-fighting. He didn't I mean he didn't have any villains to fight or anything else. I mean, really, it was it was for Batman. It was almost a non-action. It was really a was, super. It was really a Superman movie featuring Batman. Yeah. And, you know, of course, you know, I think the worst part about it is they is if you would have cut out the whole Martha oh, thing, God. that would have been that's where he got a lot of his. I think where a lot of the, the bad taste in your mouth came from that whole segment. But it, it makes I mean, it's. It, his I, overall prowess of what it was, and even in Justice League. Yeah. Um, now, of course, I'm talking about the Zack Snyder version, which is 10 times better. Yeah, but that, again, Warner Brothers should have put that one out and made million and they would have made hundreds of millions of dollars on that one more than they did on of, the other one. Of course, but it again doesn't say much. You had no. to make you had to make a three hour, three and a half hour movie just to get me to say it was better than your piece of crap that came out two years before. Come on, man. Yeah, well that should have been two movies. That really should have been a two movie Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder could have made that into a four hour movie. He should have been the, two movies. And it, it, it should have done it because you had to have the backstories. If you if you didn't do the Marvel, which Marvel gave you Marvel has given you the the diagram, the the exact high with the you know menu for everything to how to make these multi-dimensional sure movies. You don't have to be exact. Movies. Yeah, you just need to get some kind of if they would have had the Aquaman and the and the Wonder Woman before then and, and at least because they gave you no stuff on the Flash. Dude, yeah, you, Zack just, Snyder. you just showed up the flat and the, the problem is you're building a big movie and you say it's for everybody. It's not just for people that like comic books. That's yeah. not true because if you don't read the comic books, you have no idea who Cyborg is. You have yeah. no idea who this crappy doomsday idiot is. You, 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 you know, you don't have any idea of anything that's going on there. You don't have any idea that Superman died and came back. Why? Like, not, you have no idea. So they sat there and shoved it out because they had to beat Marvel and all it did was set them back 10 years. Yeah. Or what it did, it made them have to go to Marvel and get the Marvel writers <laughs> right. for, uh, 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 shit, I'm going to bring that, uh, what, Suicide Squad? Um, James Gunn. Yeah, for, Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Because that, that new one is marvelous. Okay, but, so you know, I- if you, if you if you look at the back of it, though, it's James Gunn, Kiki Watiti, and Zack Snyder. Hmm. I think that movie should do pretty freaking well. Yeah. Now, I don't want to give any spoilers away to anybody that hasn't seen it. I just watched it the other day. Um, finished it. I last. It. Yeah. I'm going to say this. For anybody that saw the first Suicide Squad, and whether you, if you liked the first one, then by not all the means, thing. it's not the same thing. But by all means, you're going to love it. <coughs> If you don't like the first one, watch this one. You're going to like it because I had a problem with the first Suicide Squad. I thought it had cool, it had cool moments. I thought the soundtrack was cool. It looked cool. I mean, Harley Quinn. We don't have to talk about that. She's great. Um, but and Will Smith was great. But the movie had a cheesy ending. It was cheesy. It was not great. Joker sucked. It was not great. This movie, however felt like Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. meets the R-rated version of what Suicide Squad should have been. with and a mix of like Thor Ragnarok. For yeah, it was, it was great. And it was, you don't need to know these backstories with this group. You don't. You really don't. You could literally just pick it up and watch it and enjoy it. Yeah, I'd say the first 10 minutes are, are amazing. Yeah, like, the holy first... Shit. The first couple of minutes, I wasn't sure what was happening. It felt weird to me. But yeah. then I saw what they were doing, and I liked it. So I will say this. Guys, if you want to go see it in the movie theater, go see it in the movie theater. If you want to watch it on HBO Max, watch it on HBO Max. But the movies, to me, 
that 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 I really like. Which going back to the fact that I still haven't gone to the movie theater yet, I do have to say that I did purchase tickets. This is so funny. I purchased tickets to you know to the movies. Well, tickets. I'm going by no, I have tickets. Luke and I are going um, to go see a movie. And here's the funny thing. The first movie that I'll have been in in almost almost two years will not be Black Widow, Jungle Cruise, or anything that's coming out. It's literally going to be Labyrinth. Oh. We, we bought, yeah. so there, the anniversary of Labyrinth, it'll be 36 years, 37, I think 36 years since Labyrinth came out. Um, they're, mm-hmm. re, they're re-releasing it in a movie theater starting in September. And I, they had tickets on sale, so I was like, I'm buying them. And Luke and I watched that. So, cause he likes David Bowie anyway, and he likes his songs. So that's what we're going to go do. We're going to go see Labyrinth because I remember to this day, that is one of those movies as a kid. I saw that at the drive-in and that movie has always stuck with me. That's how I fell in love with David Bowie was because of that movie. What are some of the movies that you, when you think about now at, at, at your age that you still watch, that you don't care what they are, that's your movie for, that you fell in love with as a kid and you still enjoy it. Besides, mm-hmm. besides the obvious, like, Star Wars. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we were actually talking about this the other day because uh, if over in uh, Plano, or Lava Cantina. Yes, yeah. We actually went, I went, uh, I guess, right after the pandemic first hit, when, it, when the first drop-off was and everybody was starting to open back up again, we went and saw, uh, there was, uh, he does it quite a bit, um, for... Weird Science had a screening of Weird Science and that Anthony Michael Hall. Really? So, yeah, and it went through and he, we watched the entire movie, which he's done this before, though. He did it before the Breakfast Club, which I went to. That's cool. And it is, because he sits there and what he'll do is you'll watch the movie and at some point, he'll go, hey, you pause this for a second. And he'll come up and he'll talk about this scene or this scene or what happened with this. That's awesome. So, um, we'll always look for those, but Weird Science is always one of my favorites. Surprisingly enough, I love, I'm an old classic guy. Last of the Mohicans. Yes. Um, Legends of the Fall yeah. are two of my big ones that just, the cinematics and just the, it's just, a, it's amazing to me still. I wish they make movies like that now. They just don't seem to ever want to do it. But then there's my guilty pleasures. Roadhouse. <laughs> just because of when I was a kid, that was just, and also Sam Elliott. I'm a big Sam Elliott fan. And, uh. I wasn't supposed to watch the movie when I was a kid because, you know, of course, that was in 89 or 88, and I was probably 9 or 10 years old. Um, Labyrinth was one, Dark Crystal. Yep. Talk about spooky as a kid. Dark Crystal and Labyrinth are pretty, you know. Yeah, Dark Crystal was intense, man. Dark Crystal especially was intense because, I mean, you had these creatures getting murdered, and they were literally drinking their souls. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, yeah, I just... I watched the Netflix Dark Crystal, which is like the prequel. Wasn't any good. You didn't, didn't like, like it? it? I didn't like I, it. I, well, I, really mean, liked I was going to say it was never any good, but it wasn't what the old dark, it wasn't dark to me. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought it moved slow. I thought, yeah, I think there was like 10 episodes. I, they probably That's probably why I didn't like it. I just, I hate going episode to episode or something like that. They I probably could have done five. Me. They could have done five episodes. Or, or just done a movie and made it made a movie prequel. But I did like the fact that they, they went back and they used all the original Jim Henson stuff. I thought that was cool. You oh, know, instead, no. instead of changing, you know what I mean? Oh, no, don't do this. I don't know what happened. <clears throat> I'm looking. Oh, man, Sony don't screw. Sony's trying to make a new labyrinth. Don't do it. Yeah, they are. I saw don't that. Do I, didn't, it. I didn't want to bring that up. Um uh- so here's the thing. They're trying to do a Labyrinth sequel, a direct yeah. sequel with uh, Jim Henson's son involved and, yeah. and David Bowie's son involved. They're not going to replace Bowie. It's supposed to be post-Goblin King where they want to pay tribute to him as, like, as if he died or, you know, because he, he, got, he, destro- he got destroyed, you know, in the movie. He yeah. got trapped, so to speak. They want to they explain what happened by giving him some love, but they also want to bring in maybe a new villain. And they've been talking about, and again, I haven't heard much about it. Yeah, they've there's been, not much on it right now. They've been talking about, oh 
God, I forgot her name. Uh, Tilda, she's an actress. She played the ancient one in Doctor Strange. Um, and she played in Chronicles of Narnia, The White Witch. Um, okay, you'll know her. She's, she, and she's done music videos with David Bowie. Um, she's been a huge part of Bowie's life of bringing her, her in as the villain. So. And it looks like right now look, they have the guy who did Doctor Strange as the director right now. Yes. So that could be interesting. Uh, look, I, I say leave it alone too, but if you're going to do it, you better do it. You better, you be- <laughs> don't reboot it. Make it that direct sequel and do something cool and bring some of the original cast in. But that's the other thing with Hollywood. Just leave it alone, man. Just yeah, see, <clears throat> another one of my big favorites I just happened to think about it was Goonies. I love Goonies. Goonies to me is one of those movies that's timeless. It's, I can watch it no matter what. I actually make a joke about it every once in a while. Um, <clears throat> with the truffle shuffle, yes. Um, and it's just, and it, there's a new Goonies coming out. Jeez. Well, and that's it's a follow up too. It's Again, a follow up. So at but least it's not going to be. A, I, as long as it's not a reboot, I'm all right with them probably. But they're getting on this. They they've been on this kick for a while they because again, they don't. If it's not superhero, which which essentially isn't really new, they're they're. I mean, it is and it isn't. Um, they're going back. I mean, look. I'm not trying to get into the shows, but just look at TV shows. Punky Brewster rebooted. Cobra Kai, which is awesome. Follow up to Karate Kid. I mean, you've got all these spinoffs and reboots because they ran out of ideas. And I mean, we got another Jurassic Park movie. There's literally six Jurassic Park movies. Yeah, but this one is supposed to be the last. This is this. They wanted to do it again. It goes back to Spielberg. And for some reason, they have this. They want to do movies in threes, and I've heard this before, and I've heard this actually quite a bit. Um, Netflix, there's some there's some movies out or some shows out like uh, uh, movies that made us, and some other behind the scenes. Yeah, directors yeah. for some reason are enamored with threes. If they're going to make two, then they're going to go. They're, they want to make the third one. They want to have a trilogy. Everybody wants do, a trilogy, and you can blame George Lucas for that. Yeah. George, well, George Lucas and uh, Peter Jackson for Lord of the Rings. So, yeah, but that, even... but that made okay. So here's the thing with Lord of the Rings. In a sense, that made that made. I, I understood why that because, had to happen. The three because, books had to happen. Well, and it's again, it's a very big world, and you have a very large story to tell. What yeah. I what I disagree with was making the hobbit three movies you're just being greedy at that point that's just that's a money grab that was a money grab they could have you could have done it in one but you really could have done it in two yeah but again though they wanted to follow the peter jackson wanted to follow the same principles which it comes out every christmas now granted though i mean with the with the lord of the rings that was also like we go back to a a movie that you had to go see me and my grandmother went every year because we went to the first one and that was one of our things for Christmas. She would take me every year to the theater down by where she lived on the night of the opening. And we had watched the Lord of the Rings together. And we did it every year for three years because that wasn't a movie event. That's another tradition that I think is great. I, I, did, I haven't always lived up to the tradition of going to the movies on Christmas because I've always been the guy that I'm lazy. I just want to sit around. Um, but I understand it. My sister and I have gone to the movies on Christmas. Uh, I went with my buddy Ken to the movies on Christmas. I've gone to some of my other buddies uh, on Christmas. And I think that's a cool tradition. I really, especially for people like, what if you don't have kids? Or what yeah. if your kids are grown? You know, like, I know it just seems kind of fun. I feel bad for the people that work on Christmas, but it, it just seems kind of fun. But what about... What about the opening night? Are you, have you, I mean, I know, I'm sure you have, but are, what, what movie would you see? On, is there a movie at all you would see on opening night? Well, right now, but we'll see, we'll go back to the, the Batman we saw on opening night. Um, yeah, I get that. In 89, the Jurassic Park I saw on opening night. Um, of the movies coming out right now, um, really, and even then it's opening night, I'll go opening afternoon. Yeah. Um, I don't want to deal with, I don't want to, I hate saying this, I don't want to deal with the people. I don't because when you have it when you have a full theater and it's one of those things. I even waited on on Fast and Furious Nine a couple of days because every time I went to look and I would get my ticket, it would be three quarters full. Yeah, 
And I'm like, I can't enjoy a movie three quarters full because I know there's going to be somebody being an ass or some kid crying because they shouldn't be in the theater. Or, or just crowded. And yeah, or just where I can't, you know, really just, I, I'm in my seat and there's two people next to me that I don't know that I really don't want to talk to or that it might be assholes. Now, granted, though, there's sometimes, like, we, I went and saw Thor Ragnarok, and it was pretty packed because I wanted to see that one. That's one that I went and saw on, on the first day. And there were a guy and a girl next to me with their two, because I'm, I'm by myself going. I barely ever go with anybody else because I don't have anyone else to go with. Oh, and so it's those two couples. As well. Yeah, it's, there's two couples. And we actually started talking. And when we started laughing together, the movie, it was just, it was fun. So see, I'm a little different being an only child. I don't, I go eat by myself. I go to movies by myself. I don't care. I'm used to it. It doesn't bother me. Now, there are friends of mine who cannot go eat or go to the movies unless there's somebody with them. And it's like, it's just because, the, of course, they were probably, they had three or four brothers and sisters, whatever. For me, I'm used to to being able to keep myself content with myself, if that makes any sense. No, I get um, So, but out of the movies coming out now, I mean, there's nothing that, it's going to sound weird. I, I kind of want to see it opening night because I think the nostalgia and uh, because it was the first true DVD that had the big booming surround sound THX, but all, all that stuff um, is Maverick. I have a feeling the movies might suck. What do you mean Maverick? It's going to bring about? me the Top Gun sequel. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called Maverick. It's The trailer looks back and forth. It does not really give anything away, which is really good. It makes me more interested. But at the same time, though, it's like, okay, the whole point of the original Top Gun was, you know, when Goose died and all that stuff. But for me, it's the sounds. Um, just hearing the, the the engine roars from the plane and then flying by and you're hearing the, the sound go left to right on the big freaking surround sound system they have. That would be interesting for me just because also Top Gun was one of the movies that I grew up with. No, I, I mean, the soundtrack alone is just marvelous. Of course, yeah. So It's like, that's the thing. Same thing for like Last of the Mohicans. And uh, so Last of the Mohicans, the... Uh, Legends of the Fall and Braveheart. I went and saw Braveheart a couple of times. The music and the scope of the cinematics was what also drew me in. And you don't have it anymore. Now, I remember, so Last of the Mohicans, which I love. And I mean, I just, I just watched that over the summer, actually, again, um, because I love it. And Daniel Day-Lewis, was he's got a, a laundry list of amazing movies that he's been in. But... That's a phenomenal movie, but the soundtrack, I remember buying the VHS tape uh, to Last of the Mohicans, and it came with the cassette tape soundtrack. And I remember just the the music. I mean, if you listen to the music, you could picture the movie. It was was amazing, and I think that's something, too, I miss. I'm not saying that movies don't have great soundtracks, but soundtracks used to be just – as exciting as the movies. And sometimes they would release like a week or two early. So you could get that music. I mean, think about some of those soundtracks. Like you said, uh, Top Gun, amazing soundtrack. Dirty Dancing. That's another Footloose, great soundtrack. We can go even uh, uh, another movie. It's an obscure movie, but Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Great soundtrack, man. Forrest Gump, one of the best ones of all time. Hell, it is top selling of all time. Dude, that was a double disc. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I still have okay, so I go through CDs. When I was a kid, I'd go through CDs like nobody's business. I I, I use them for everything. The one of the only couple of CDs I still have from probably when I originally bought it mm-hmm. is Last Mohicans, the Phantom of the Opera, okay, and a couple of Tool CDs that I've actually been able to keep from the from day one because I actually looked at them the other day and it was the, the the actual on the back of the CD where it tells you the copyright of the paper. It was like 19, 1992. I'm like, holy crap. So it just it shows you what kind of soundtracks those really are. I agree. Um, I, I, look, one of my favorite soundtracks ever is The Crow. Oh, God, uh, yes. That's also one Great of my movie favorite too. movies. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I remember going to see The Crow. Uh, sound, uh, we saw The Crow probably six, seven times in the movie theater. But this was back in the day when they were actually strict about R-rated movies. Mm-hmm. And, and they would actually... I had to have, I remember going to 12 Oaks Mall back in Michigan 
and it was a group of friends of mine. And it was me, uh, Jim Hamilton, uh, I think Toby Pennington was there, Stacy Russell, and off. And so for all you South Lion peeps, those names will ring a bell. Um, I remember her mom dropped us off. We had to rush out to the car to get her so she could say that she was coming to the movie. She was just parking the car. She bought our tickets for us, and then we all went in. Because that movie came out, I think, when I was in eighth grade. And we went and saw that crow. And I remember the soundtrack. It fit the movie so well, but also the songs were so good. Stone Temple Pilots, Rage Against the Machine, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Tool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Phenomenal soundtrack. And that's something that nowadays, I feel like they just don't put enough effort into the soundtracks. Now, I think one of the last ones that actually got me really as far as a good soundtrack is it's gonna it's gonna sound funny. People still deny he shouldn't have gotten a Grammy. It was Eight Mile. Eight well, Mile had a on, great man. soundtrack. Come, of course it did. So, no. but I mean, you just don't get me. Okay, uh, what was the other one that we did? I mean, of course, Guardians of the Galaxies. Now that is one of their key elements. Yes, and I love that he did that on those movies. And, and you know what? Even with the new movie, with the new Suicide Squad, that's the point. And it was different, too, because it wasn't the same style of music, no. but the music was key to that. And I think, I, I, dude, I got Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. It's on my playlist, man. Yeah. I love it. So um, it's funny, I'm looking through this, the list, and uh, uh, I had to Google two things. So when you, went, when you were doing that, so in 1995, a movie came out, was the first uh, NC-17 movie. I was really? 15 years old, and somehow we, we bought a ticket for, I want to say it was a Disney movie. I remember movie, what movie we bought a ticket for, but me and my buddy Greg went and watched Showgirls oh, God. in the theater. Horror because, movie, the reason, by the way. Oh, horror movie. But the reason we went and saw it, because it had Jesse Spano. And she was naked, of course. And she was naked. Well, I mean, say by the bell, are you kidding me? I'm 15 years old. You're going to have Jesse and naked? Oh, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, horrible tell movie. can't be there. We'll take Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the only thing we went and saw. We got about how we did. We're like, this is really bad. Let's leave. We we actually got up and left out of a movie that we should have, as 15-year-olds, just been drawn to, like bees to honey with the amount of nudity and sex in it. But even we went, oh, this is really bad. All right, we've seen her. We're good. She's not that hot. Let's go. Right. um, It was kind of a letdown. Besides the movie. So I remember with that movie, two things. One, how bad it was. But when they showed that, they showed that movie on VH1 or MTV or VH1, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And obviously they had to edit out half the stuff, but they didn't just edit it out. They actually added clothing. True story. Oh, Ken, wow. Ken, if you're out there, leave your comment because I know you remember this. We watched it. They added animated bras and panties or like, and I say animated because it really was. It wasn't that they superimposed a towel to cover up some tatas. It was that they actually animated it. And I was like, wait a minute. That's like just black, fake. That, that's animation. As if, as if I was watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Another great movie. But yeah. they animated it. So that was really bad. Well, you, was... Talk about, you talk about um, getting backlash. Man, man, she got backlash for that movie. Well, the, the couple of things for that one is two stories off of that. One, I thought she was harder than what she was from Table Bell. Either yeah. she, they were, they, either they were giving her uh, padded bras or water bras in Table the Bell, because she had no boobs when I watched Showgirls. I was like, well, what the hell? She should have had boobs. That I was think the biggest letdown. I think she got. So here's the problem with that. In Saved by the Bell, she was in shape, but she was a teenager. She wasn't athletic in that movie. She got tight trimmed up that's going to naturally reduce yeah. some of the boobage <laughs> i think so but uh and then back to your other story that was kind of funny is we were watching a movie on tnt and i don't know why so in this in this show or movie they had said the word ass about 13 times and they even said the word shit at one point but when they went to say the word fart they replaced it with toot oh god that's an offensive word by itself I'm like, so you don't mind shit and you don't mind ass, but they can't say the word fart on TV. Apparently it's too Are close to the F word. kidding me? I don't understand. Or maybe they, you know what? Maybe at the time they had so many words they could pick and choose. They're like, okay, 
We know you're going to say ass 57 times and you're going to say shit 42 it's gonna times. It's going to take us $30,000 to beep out the ass. So but... we're going we're gonna to compensate by saying two. I swear to God, if I know anybody that says two, we're not friends anymore. Yeah. That, that word's offensive. So we well, used to... We, used to we actually have, a, I have an aunt named Tudor. Oh my God, really? That's her real name is Tudor. That makes they me They named their daughter Tudor. I mean, she's mad. Yeah. She's just angry all her life. Um... We used to do this thing back in the day, too, and it was so inappropriate. I mean, so bad. It's just blatant stealing. (laughs) Ken and I would do movie days, and we would go to the movie theaters, buy a ticket for one show, typically get a larger popcorn or drink so we could uh, get refills or even smuggle stuff in. And we would plot out our movie day, and we would get to the movies right when they opened and leave at like midnight. We would go buy one ticket and just sneak into the other movie theaters. Yeah, and just keep going to movie Oh, my movie. God, all the time. Yeah. And we would see the shift change. We would see people. But we got so cocky and so bad at it that Ken, depending on the movie theater, and there were certain movie theaters that were easier than others. One movie theater, they got onto us. We could only see, like, two movies because they, they were watching. But the other one, uh, one of the movie theaters was really easy. It, we were so cocky that Ken would often leave and go get Taco Bell or food. And I would open the door for him to bring it back in. And then we'd go eat Taco Bell or food in the middle of the movie theater. <laughs> like it was so bad. He'd say he was going out to smoke and I was just holding the door and then he'd take off and get food. But we would go see. So we would save up. We'd be like, Hey man, we're due for a movie day. We got like four movies we could see. We could probably fit in a fifth and we'd go see five movies. And you can't do that anymore, though. No, you can't do that anymore. Because I've, I've actually tried when I have, because I got, again, <laughs> I got three tickets a week. Like, I don't want to go to the movie theater three times this week. I want to go one day and watch all these movies. And trying to plan to where I can watch a movie, I mean, the other day I did it, um, I guess not the other day, it was before the pandemic. I was trying to watch two movies. And I literally let, I had to, it was like a, one was one thirty and one was like 325. But the movie at one thirty said it was a three-hour runtime, and I'm like, okay, I hope this means with the credits. Yeah, so but I'm just sitting not. there waiting. The credits end, and I walk into the other one. I missed about ten minutes of the opening. I'm like, son of a, and you can't. But there's no way you can ever plan to watch more than one movie. So we they're, they're so overlapped, so weird. You can't unless you want to wait an hour and a half. You can't go see another movie. That's worth it. crap. We would have sometimes where, and by the way, I'm doing a PSA. Nobody do this. I'm not encouraging this. Um, but yeah, this we is illegal. Were, Don't do it. This is illegal. You know, I look real stupid right now if I got arrested for skipping movies at the age of forty-two. I mean, geez. oh yeah. Um, so we would actually time it out. Ken was great. He was like a mathematician on this situation. We'd be like, okay, well, we know this movie's been out for a while, so the previews are probably going to be ones that we've already seen. And if you've already seen two movies, you've genuinely seen the majority of the previews that are going to be yeah. out. So we could, we could be like, we can lap by 10 to 15 minutes, get something to eat, go to the bathroom, whatever, and sneak in. Or we can just go ahead and catch this movie for a little bit until this next me. So there were times we'd walk into a movie, sit for 30 minutes, a movie we didn't care about, and be like, eh, whatever, and just wait and then go to the next one. I mean, it was an exhausting day, as funny as that sounds. <laughs> going and watching five movies. I think the most we ever did is five. I don't think we did six, but I know for a fact we've done five. And we would do it now, though. I don't even think there's five movies out at the same time I want to see. Yeah, that's the problem now is it's they, they go through them so quick. Yeah, they uh, burn them. So before we wrap it, go ahead, go ahead. I was saying, because I'm looking now. And I looked through the whole calendar. And between now and December, there's maybe four movies I want to see, five movies. And I'm trying to decide if I want to go see Free Guy or not. That's one of the ones that it seems like a Deadpool without the mask. That's exactly what that's all Ryan Reynolds is. Yeah. I, and I like Ryan Reynolds. I'm not putting him down, but he's Deadpool without the mask. They didn't have, they didn't have a stretch with Deadpool other than, hey, let's put a mask on you and, and give you some action. They just said, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, you go talk. Pretty much. He's yeah. good at it. Um, I mean, he's damn good at it. Those are funny yeah. movies. He's Deadpool, man. And I, I mean, that's the way. Now, they say that Deadpool doesn't even start filming until 2022. Yeah. 
Deadpool 3, which I'm not surprised. So here's the thing, okay, as we wrap this up. You, what, the, the next movie that you're going to see, what would that, what is that? Because you said you saw five coming up. There's five movies. What will be the next one that you will definitely go see? Yeah, I'm looking through them right now. It's, I really want to see the, I'm a Marvel guy. I mean, yeah, obviously. The, the Shang-Chi and the, and the Ten Rings. I think that's it for me. Is that one. And then, of course, there is uh, Doom, which looks really good. But that's going to be on HBO Max. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that is. Okay. Uh, Venom, if it stays. But even that one I might miss just because it's not. There's so much that is hit or miss on that, even though I'm a Woody Harrelson guy. Me too. The only other one. Okay. So Ghostbusters is a definite. That's I, I'm gonna go see that one in theaters, but the week before that is the Eternals. Yes, I'm gonna. See that. That's in November, really, right? Really good. Yeah. Um, and there's one called the, the, the. I think it's already out right now. The Green Knight. That's, I saw yes. so much about that. So here's the Green Knight. The Green Knight got released actually early for a brief run, and then it's going to be re-released again. Okay. Um, that looked cool too for me. Besides Labyrinth, the next one I will see in the movie theater is definitely The Ten Rings. I, I, I want to see that because I'm, I'm excited to see some Marvel back. Because the last Marvel movie I saw in the movie theater was uh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, yeah. So mine was Endgame. Yeah, mine was Endgame. Because what? Captain Marvel came out before Endgame. Yeah, they all, all the, all the, yeah, all it was Endgame. Wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. That Endgame up. killed it up. So Endgame was the last one I saw a couple times. Oh, no, take and, it back. It wasn't the last one. The last one was the... Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming. Or, uh, far From uh, Home. Far From no. Home. Is it not Far From Home? Yeah. What's the new one, then? What's the new Spider-Man? Uh, the new one, I just saw that it's on here. Nowhere uh, But Home or something like that? Uh, far, so you know the... Let's see, Spider-Man. Well, I liked it. I think you're right. The last one I saw... No Way home. home. No Way Home. Yeah, because it's a multiverse situation. Yeah, that's um, so it's right now it's set for December 17th. So for me, the Ten Rings is next on the list. Um, I will go see because finally we have a horror movie, whether anybody cares or not. We finally have a horror movie in October. I will go see Halloween Kills in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I will probably James Bond as well because we've been waiting so long. Do you know that James Bond... <laughs> has to cover like 900 million dollars yeah it's nuts and that's not their fault it will but that's because of all the delays man well this is supposed to be uh, from all i've seen on spoilers and everything else it's supposed to i guess round up to where i guess the next bond is a woman so that's the latest i've heard on it so but you know what it can't be Bond. It could be an agent, but she can't be called Bond. Yeah, that's what. That's what. Nothing. I mean, that's it's the what was it? The Eldris uh, Elbow is supposed to be taking over, but that apparently got shot down or something. So I don't know. I watch him. And I saw that guy's it, amazing. The, the trailer I saw, and I mean, you can watch the trailer. When I went and saw the F nine, the trailer was there. It looks it cool. It really seemed to me like they were pushing for her, for the woman that's in the the show, to be the next Bond. So. Well, so I have no problem with, with a woman being a new double O agent, but she can't be called be bond. bond. Yeah. It's not even that way in the books. It's not about being sexist. It's just a different character. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're love and thunder. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. That would be cool. So for the last, I got a couple questions. We got to wrap this up because yep. uh, I've got to get going, but um, we could talk about movies all day. We do like a 17 part series on different oh, films. God. We'll probably come back for Halloween talk. Uh, Halloween horror films because that's that's definitely up my alley. Um, we'll probably do a horror movie. We'll get David on that one too. Yeah. Um, okay, so here we go. Favorite movie to watch if like, hey, I want to watch a movie. I don't want to get stuck in a documentary. I don't want to binge watch The Office again. I just want to watch a movie that I know I'm just going to like. Bam, right now, gun to head. What do you put in? What, what, what do you put in the DVD player? What do you download? What do you watch? Uh, it'd have to be Last Mohicans. Last Mohicans. Okay. This is really embarrassing because there's 17,000 better movies. But right now, gun to head, I put in Let's Be Cops. 
<laughs> I don't know why. I love that movie. It's the dumbest movie in the world. But I know I, it, I, just, I just put it in. And it's, that's the movie. Okay. All right. Out of all, here we go. This could be a podcast by itself. So we have to keep the answer short because I got things to do. But yep. out of all the Star Wars movies and Star Wars, and I'm going to go original trilogy, prequels, and new trilogy. Out of the original trilogy, what's your favorite? Empire. Okay. Out of the out of the prequels, what's your favorite? <sighs> I guess the Phantom Menace. Okay, fair enough. Um, out of the new ones, what's your favorite? The last, uh, last was it Jedi? Last Jedi. Yeah. Okay. So for me, Empire, obviously. Um, out of the prequels, as much as I want to say Phantom Menace, because I saw it like seven times, and Darth Maul and all that greatness, uh, I'm going to say Revenge of the Sith, uh, Revenge of the Sith is, is my favorite. Um, seeing Darth Vader turn into Darth Vader, seeing the dark side take over and him kill all the younglings, like, I love that. Um, See, I, I love that, but here's the problem. The reason why I didn't say the other two, I can't stand the guy who played Anakin. You know, he's coming I didn't back. mind the little kid as Anakin. I didn't mind that. But See, I didn't like the little kid. Well, the little kid for me wasn't a big story plot. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. But for me, it was, I did not like the guy playing, I can't remember his name now, it's in my life. Christian playing, um, uh, Haydenson or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christian. I knew I was close. I'm just a I mean, I, I loved, I actually just watched Revenge of Sith. And the acting he did when he got his legs chopped off was horrible. But then when it got to Darth Vader, I was like, oh, there's Darth. And that was a great part of it. I, yeah, but... I could but, not stand him in, in the love story in, the, in between those. But here's the thing. That battle with Obi-Wan was amazing. Oh, it was. Dude, and I it get was. it. I, I'm, gonna, I'm willing to give this kid another break because he is coming back in some fashion to the, in the Obi-Wan series. Okay. So I'm willing to give him a break. Now he's going to either be Darth Vader or it's going to be flashbacks. But... You know what? He might not have been great, but maybe the writing just wasn't that good either. I'm That's willing. To, I'm willing. To, he might work on the on the small screen. I'll say that. I don't know. All right, your last uh, one. My last one and the new trilogy. I'm going to say the Force Awakens. Um, and let me and let me tell you why, real quick. I I almost said Last Jedi, even though people give that crap. I'm going to say the Force Awakens because it was new. We had no idea what was going on. We it was nostalgic. Um. There was intrigue into where it was going. Yeah. And it ended on the fact of, wow, there's a greater power than the Emperor. I wonder how they're going to connect. Unfortunately, we might have been let down, but um, yeah. I like that. See, and I watched them recently because they've been on TNT every freaking day. And I always stop and watch them. But The Force Awakens to me, just there's too many similarities to The New Hope. Was, it seemed 100%. like it was like okay, they're just they're just rewriting the script and adding a woman to it. To I me, don't disagree. Was, yeah. For me, the the reason why I liked the Last Jedi was, and it's gonna sound corny, but when the Empire is getting ready and they're they're kicking the crap out of the rebels, and they go and he hears he hears the voice, and he says we're here, and every ship in the galaxy shows up to help. Well, you're talking about wait a minute. Jedi. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. That's the very end scene that where, where she's fighting the Emperor and he's... No, that's not the last... That's the Rise of Skywalker, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Then, okay, there was. The Rise of Skywalker. Then that's the one I like. I'm sorry. I get yeah. those two confused. Yeah. Yeah, so mine's the Rise of Skywalker. I like, I like that end scene. I wasn't too happy with the way they did the fight with her and the Emperor. I think they could have done... They've done yeah, that those was before. That was bring weak. out the ghost of Yoda. Bring out the ghost of Obi-Wan. No, it was... Yeah. I, I liked her hearing the voices of all the fallen Jedi. Yeah. And that's what was cool, because she didn't hear the voices of the Jedi that were alive. She heard the ones that were dead. Um, so I thought that was cool. But I did not like... I did not like that battle with the Emperor. I was yeah. very intrigued with Exegol and the, the, the Sith. Like, who were these cult people that were... Like, they're just Sith? I mean, yeah. like... I. I wanted more death. I wish they would have dived in to Exegol or they would have talked about Exegol or mentioned it or something in the first two movies. It Even if they were rushed. Well, again, that's what happens though. Let's get J.J. Abrams 
and then let's do this. Then let's switch directors and do this. Oh no, we want J.J. Abrams again. I mean, you got to yeah, you got to have some continuity. It was, but yeah. that's my opinion. Okay, so here we go. Uh, movie you don't like that everybody else likes. Unpopular opinions, I should say. Oh God, um, I know. There's a ton of them, by the way. Wow. Um... I can't, on top of my head, I can't. Uh, I don't know. I've never been a big fan of the John Travolta, the, the Saturday Night, the, what was the other one? Saturday, did, Night, the, Saturday Night Fever and um, uh, whatever it's called. With the, that the one where the they would tease the, in the, the musical where it's the more musical. Oh, the, Greece. Greece. Cannot stand Greece with a passion. Really? And people love it. And I'm a music guy and I just could not stand that movie. That's interesting. Are you you're a Greece fan? Uh, I like the first one. I don't like the second one. I mean, I haven't watched it in years. There was two of them? Yeah, I think there's three of them, actually. But he wasn't in the second one. Yeah. So for me, there's two movies. One is The Greatest Showman. I hate it. I think it's stupid. Uh, Everybody talks about The Greatest Showman. Like, oh, my God, I just don't like it. I hate the movie. I love the soundtrack. See, I just can't get into it. I respect for everybody in it because I can't do that. Well, not for me, though. The movie itself was horrible. But the soundtrack itself, I just listen to the sound, just the music. It's I'm fine with it. But don't show me the movie. Right, I get that. Um, and the other one is Kingpin. With oh, yeah. uh, what are you, I hate that movie. I don't. I've never liked. I, I don't mind the Big Lebowski, but everything else they've done for a lot of the Cohen stuff, like okay, another one. I don't like something about Mary. Cannot stand that movie. Okay, so people guess think what? it's the greatest cinematic feat. I don't in like the last it twenty years. I don't like it either. I a hundred percent agree with you. And I like Ben Stiller, and I like. I like other movies they've done. I think something about Mary is it's not funny. Yeah. It's stupid. And I agree with you on the Coen brothers. I love the big Lebowski. I do not like pretty much anything else they've ever done. Yeah. What I think is Kingpin is big is uh, going too, isn't it? What is Kingpin? Yeah, it is. I hate it. And everybody's like, come on. It's a cult classic. I'm like, it's gar- just because it's old and people like it doesn't make it a cult classic. <laughs> but yeah, I don't like it. Well, look, no, that was the Farley brothers. Sorry. 